getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies now Serve me a plate, you know what it is The mixed greens, potato salad, and a rack of ribs Prior knowledge, and we cooking on the beat Season the track, I'm coming raw, the slaughter meat This shit is slapping, awesome Chris Rock shit Now acknowledge me, ho, I'm on my big dog shit And I'm white and skinny, and I'm far from piggy And I'm ready to die, so who wanna come with me? Low down and shifty, my chick is real pretty Her booty big too, wish she wanna get with me Long hair, scallywag, swagger of a Kelly dad Ask me if I give a fuck, the answer is I never have Eating a chopped cheese, I'm sipping coffee While I'm sitting in the kitchen while your girlfriend talks me When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, cause I'm coming with the munchies Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs uh, When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs uh, Oh, yeah. That's right, son. And we're back with the Wednes Lunch Podcast here on Prior Knowledge Radio. It's episode six. Six. Episode six. I fell behind schedule. I'm not going to lie. But it's for a good reason. I actually... uh, I'm relieved to say that I'm actually in my new apartment now. So it sounds a little bit different. Than the previous shows, it's because I still haven't figured out how I'm going to treat the room. So if you do hear a little bit more echo or ambient noise, I'm sorry. That's the reason for it, though. One thing that has been fantastic, like I said, I'm completely moved into the new apartment. I'm done with my old apartment, dropped off the keys, completely cleaned out the place. I know I'm going to end up having to pay for the walls. I didn't like, you know, that sounds bad, right? Out of context. It's not like I was, like, kiling the shit and I was just, like, punching holes in the wall while I'm drinking Monster. But I did have, like, a bunch of sticky shit all over the walls. In the fucking complex, they painted it off-white. Not even, like, off-white. It's, like, a grayish white. So you can't even, like, easily paint match the shit. You know what I mean? And it's just... Spackling doesn't look good. It just looks like a giant white glob on the wall. So I'm, without a doubt, going to be charged for that. Uh, But luckily, I work in an industry where I understand, like, move-out charges, and I understand, like, ledgers and stuff. So I can't wait to see what that looks like so I can uh, potentially dispute it. I don't know yet. But yeah, I'm in the new apartment. It's just me and Willow. We've been chilling. Honestly, I I, I didn't want to do a show until I was solidified inside the new apartment. Um, I had such a headache even trying to get the apartment, (laughs) if we're being honest. And the headache began because I applied for a different apartment within the same complex, but it was a different apartment number. I applied. I got an email back saying I was denied. And then I got an email like four days later saying I was approved. So I was mad confused. I called the apartment complex myself, which that alone is such a fucking headache because nobody answers the fucking phone in an apartment complex. And it's not just this apartment complex. It's like internationally probably. Every apartment complex. Their office team just doesn't answer the fucking phone. I mean it goes back to the last episode. But they just don't answer the fucking phone. Um, anyways. Sorry. Getting sidetracked there. Um, so I applied for that apartment. Got denied. Then got an email that I was approved. Um, then I kept trying to follow up with them. I reached out to them. I finally got a hold of them after like multiple calls, multiple voicemails, multiple emails. 
trying to figure out like which one is which. So they check my information in the system, and the lady says, Oh, I don't even see that you applied. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? What do you mean you don't see that I applied? My bank account says differently. Y'all took fucking application fees and admin fees and shit already. I have two emails to prove that I submitted documentation that I'm applying. So she's like, let me call you back. Let me talk to my manager real quick. She talks to her manager. She calls me back and she's like, okay, no, so you're approved. Um, Congratulations. Starts going through the the whole gist and explaining, you know, the days and when I'm going to receive the lease, yada, yada, yada. And then maybe like three or four days goes by. I don't get the lease. So I reach back out again, another headache, but I finally get a hold of them. When I get a hold of them, she's like, they're going to send you the lease within the next two days. So I get off the phone. They send me the cost sheet. They send me the lease and the lease was wrong. Okay. I'm supposed to sign a 12 month lease. I'm moving in December, 2023. They had my move out date as January 31st, 2024. All right. Were you understanding that? That's like two months. You guys gave me a 60-day fucking notice. That's what you guys just gave me. You didn't send me a lease. You sent me a 60-day notice to vacate. All right? So I send it back. The move, the price was wrong. So I send it back, and I'm like, yo, the move-in cost is wrong. I already paid 300 here. And then the dates are only for two months, so it needs to be extended out for a whole year. And they're like, okay, we'll go ahead and get it fixed on Monday because it was like Friday night. She's like, we'll get it fixed on Monday and sent back over. Literally, bro, two weeks goes by. I'm calling them. I'm emailing them. I'm reaching out. I had to drive up there to see what's up. And she told me they're going to send out the lease in the next two days. I'm like, all right, cool. Last time they said that, I legitimately got the fucking lease when I hung up the phone with the lady. Like, I don't even think it was, it wasn't that long after I spoke to them. The last time she said, you'll get it within two days. I got it like within two minutes. Okay. So I thought it was the same thing. So I'm like, all right, cool. I left a couple days goes by. I still didn't get my shit. So now I'm still waiting on the lease. Then I get an email from them telling me that the apartment that I applied for is not approved for the move in date that I requested. And they're not sure who approved it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on right now? They're like, it'll be, it'll be ready like two weeks after that. I'm like, no, I need to move out on the fucking first, bro. I need to be in a new place on the first. So they give me a couple other options within the apartments. Same layout. So I pick a different apartment. They confirm it. I call them. They confirm it over the phone with me. All right, cool. They tell me I'm going to get my lease within the next week or so. Week goes by. I don't get it. Another week goes by, basically. I don't get it. And I'm calling and I'm emailing this whole fucking time, all right? I'm not even bullshitting. I'm following up accordingly like I am supposed to. I am doing my... I'm do, actually, I'm doing more than what I'm supposed to do as an applicant. This is not something I should go through as an applicant, okay? However, I went through it. I work in this type of industry, so I understand sometimes renewals and lease admins and shit, they fall behind. So I was very, very patient when it came to that, okay? I had to call them like seven more times before I finally got my fucking lease. I literally called them over and over and over, like back to back to back phone nonstop fucking ringing, okay? The lady answered the phone, says the name of the apartment. So I'm like, I'm calling to see when my lease is going to be sent, and I need it to be sent right now. 
And she goes, is this Ryan? I go, yeah. She goes, I'll have your lease sent to you. I said, thank you. She said, thank you. And then we hung up. Like literally two minutes later, she had my lease and my cost sheet sent over. It was all correct. I signed all the shit. I sent it back. Again, because I've been through the ringer with the shit, now I don't even trust that the signature on this piece of paper is going to be legitimate because I've already signed it. I almost signed a different lease. Excuse me. I didn't sign it, but I almost signed a different lease before with the fucking two months. Okay. Thank God I fucking read it and didn't just assume those dates, but I sent this back. I know that my name is on the dotted line. So I know that legally this is my place to live. So now I need to hire the movers. I hire the movers. The movers come through. They get all the furniture and shit. We move out. I finally pull up. I get the keys to my place. Everything, right? My mom came out here to help me move. And like realistically, it wasn't really like helping me move. It was just more like watching me move. She didn't really lift anything. And that's okay because she provided transportation back and forth for the small shit. It was basically just me. And then I hired the movers. I got all my shit into the apartment. I was good to go. Like, I'm fine. The apartment's in good condition. There's no fucking bugs, which was, as I probably said before, that's my biggest concern. Because it's not even, like, living with them that's annoying. It's just, like, the appearance of, like, how you look like a dirtbag if you have, like, roaches and shit, obviously. And I didn't want that to be an issue because it's not my fault. All right? I moved into the place and it had... Right. I don't have to worry about that. Thank God. It's been beautiful. It's just been me and Willow. Um, She's actually been much much different than how she used to be she's been like way more cuddly she's been like making biscuits i have this video of her making biscuits on my arm and it's like for like a minute and a half she's just going ham like she's massaging me and then i look at her and she just like snuggles her head up towards my face and it's so cute she's literally the fucking the apple of my goddamn eye i love her so much But the beautiful thing about the move is my apartment has two rooms. So obviously it's my bedroom and then I have my studio and I haven't figured out the treatment sound. So like I said at the beginning, it's a little bit echoey. I don't have any carpets in this room and that's probably the biggest thing for me. I'm not used to living in an apartment that doesn't have carpet inside the rooms. So I didn't factor this in when it comes to sound. So now I need to figure out the ceiling. I need to figure out maybe if I need an area rug. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, but I'll figure it out. In addition to that, because I have a new place and a lot more space, didn't mean to rhyme, but I'll put that in your face. Oh, I want to start doing the video podcast come the new year. Um, So I'm not sure when throughout the new year. I'm hoping the first month I'll have a, I'll have a fine enough setup as far as a set to make sure that it's applicable, make sure it sounds good and it's running good. And I'm just very thankful for where I'm at right now. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and take a moment to say that. I'm very thankful for where I'm at. And that's living in my own apartment that I can afford. And I'm comfortable. And I'm happy. And I have Willow. So, you know what I mean? I can't be mad at my life right now. I've got a good job. So, that's pretty dope. You know, the holidays are here. It's about to be fucking Christmas. You know what's really weird? Is uh, I was just thinking about um, my old apartment. One of like the very last things I did in that old apartment was my dumbass. I cut my fucking hand open. I was washing dishes and I had literally I was hand washing them. Obviously, I was basically done except I had went into the other room and I grabbed a wine glass. And the wine glass, mind you, it wasn't my wine glass, but the wine glass had 
dry wine at the bottom. And it was like not one of the ones on a stem. It was ones like a, like a handheld one. And I don't know why, but like I stuck my hand inside with like the sponge and I started like moving my hand around the rim. And I didn't think about the pressure that I was applying to the rim of this very thin fucking wine glass. And boom, it snapped. And I came like around and I literally sliced my fucking hand open right at my knuckle. And it was like squirting blood all over the place. All right. All over the fucking place. I had to stick my hand up in the air and just like stick a fucking uh, a washcloth on it and squeeze it as hard as I could. Try to break it up. I had no idea what I was doing. And I was by myself. And I don't know why, but I immediately called my mom. I was like, yo, mom, I'm a mama's boy. You know what I mean? So I had to do that. So I called my mom. And then I just show her on FaceTime. I'm like, yo, should I go to urgent care for this? And it's just like dripping blood. And she's like, yeah, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't know if they're going to be able to do anything because the cut is right on my knuckle. So like, I don't know if stitches is really going to help because it's always going to be bending. It's my fucking knuckle. And now my hand is like swollen and it's bruised and it's just still bleeding and I'm trying to stop it. So then I call urgent care. And luckily nowadays, you know, 2023 urgent care. They allow you to do it virtually. So I just did a virtual visit first. Instead of wasting a trip down there. Waiting just to be told I can't get stitches because of the placement on the hand. So I just showed him. And then by this point it was already like not bleeding. Because I had I had clogged it up a little bit. And he told me. He's like yeah you should definitely go to urgent care. I'm like oh hell yeah. So I went to urgent care. I went in there. And uh, they booked me an appointment from the virtual guy booked me an appointment. So I went into the actual urgent care and then I tell her I have an appointment at 430 and she looks in the system after I tell her my name and she's like, no, you don't. And I was like, what do you mean? No, I don't. Yeah, I do. And she's like, no, you don't. And I was like, yes, I do. And then I pulled up a text message that had it and it said Peoria urgent care, whatever. And I'm like, see? And she like looks real close. She squints her eyes and she's wearing glasses. So like she's squinting her eyes in a sarcastic, cunty way. Forgive my language. And she looks right at me and she goes, that's not us. And I was like, what do you mean that's not you? And she's like, that's not us. And I was like, is she really fucking clapping at me right now? That's not us. I'm like, what do you mean that's not us? This is you. And she's like, we're Glendale. I was like, fuck. So I just realized I went to the wrong fucking urgent care. But either way, I waited. I went to go see the doctor. I came back. After I saw the doctor, he stitched me up real quick. I got like five stitches, five or six stitches. Because one of the stitches just kept reopening because of where the wound was. So I had to get an additional stitch than he normally would have given. Which was pretty dope. And then the next hand... uh, Excuse me. (laughs) And then the next day, literally my hand was so fucking bruised. Probably for like the next like week and a half, it was so bruised, but it healed up nice. You know, I have a nice little scar on there. I could probably lie to people and be like, yo, I got the scar from punching someone in the fucking face. Yeah, his tooth busted my shit open and it just made me more mad. So I just kept fucking pummeling him, you know, and I was busting my own hand open and never. And then I super glued it because I'm a fucking man. You know, I could probably make up a story like that, but yeah. It was a wine glass. It's fucked up. It really hurt the next day. It was so sore. So I just iced it and shit. And then like the next couple days, the swelling went down, but the bruising was still there. And then it got all yellow and it looked like my hand was jaundice. And I had a jaundice hand and it was just very, it was very awkward looking. But 
that was that was fucked up because I haven't had stitches in so many years. I think that the last time I had stitches was fucking freshman year of high school. Me and Ron Skrilla, we were in PE class, and then I was running to first base, and we like went for a chest bump to each other, and we just went and just literally smacked our fucking faces straight up, and like we just hit each other's faces, and my tooth went right through my fucking lip, right through my lip. Split my shit open. So I got stitches for that. Yeah. It's fucked up. I hate urgent care. Every time I leave urgent care, I feel like I'm always fucking sick. I always get the sniffles. And it's probably a good chance, you know, because there's literally a bunch of sick people that go in there. So it's pretty shitty. I should I should just, like, wear a mask all the fucking time again, you know, like it's 2020. Because I didn't get sick for shit. In 2020. It was a beautiful thing. Well, that's not true. Other than actually getting COVID. All right. Let's say I didn't get sick for shit in 2021. All right. After already wearing the mask for so long. Already heard immunity taken over and shit. But yeah. I should probably get back to doing that. Because every time I leave a fucking urgent care. I feel like I got the sniffles. Or fucking malaria or some shit. I don't know. It just always sucks having to take it. You know. The Uber and shit now. I mean. Granted, now I live closer to work, so I'm saving money on taking Ubers there, so it's really helpful, and I'll, have, I'll finally have my car soon enough. But I had to, like, take a fucking Uber to the urgent care and from the urgent care, and, like, when I took it to, I had the fucking, I had, like, a a kitchen cloth wrapped around my hand for the bleeding, and it was, like, a kitten cloth, like, it had kitties all over it, and I'm walking into the urgent care like I'm about to rob it because it looks like I have a gun underneath my kitty cloth. Yeah, it was horrible. And as like I'm signing the papers for the payment, she's like, is it currently bleeding? I was like, yo, if I say yes, can I get back there faster? Because fuck, I hate wearing this. I feel like a goon. Like I'm going to go rob you with the most innocent looking blanket on my hand. It's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, I was just staring at my hand the whole time and I'm just looking at how great it healed. Shout out to that doctor, whatever that guy's name was. He was dope. He made a lot of eye contact. I don't know, like, I'm not sure if it was, like, homosexual eye contact, but, like, he was extremely friendly. He made extended eye contact with long pauses and shit. He might have been into me, and if he was, it worked out because he still supplied tremendous customer service. He literally was distracting me like I was a child while he was spraying it with the fucking, with the water to clean it out. He reopened it, so it's just gushing blood, but he's cleaning it all out, making sure that there's no glass in it. It was a beautiful experience. And he's telling me all about wine. And, like, you know, I hate to break it to him, but, like, I don't drink wine. I don't drink at all. But I was listening, and I just realized, I was like, he's just trying to distract me. He's doing what every amazing doctor does. Like, this is a beautiful fucking thing. It was great. He even gave me, like, a, a pair of, they called stirrups or some shit? I don't know what they're called. Like, the little clamp things? He gave me those. That was pretty dope. I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, I don't I don't know where the, I don't I don't know why I just went on that tangent about that guy, but that guy was dope. It was great customer service all around. If they had sent me a review, I would have gave it all around five stars. Even the lady who clapped at me, because now she gave me a great joke to talk about. She literally clapped her hands. I can't even believe she did that shit. And I d I, I didn't really even like take offense to it either. So like it's definitely Showing that I've I've grown a little bit as a human being because normally I would have clapped right back in her fucking face, bro. She was she was squinting at my phone, and she was wearing glasses like that. There's nothing more sarcastic than that. And then she busted out the clap. All right, 
And that took it from there. I was like, all right, this bitch is hilarious. She's having a long day at the urgent care. And I completely understand that. I would probably clap too. No big deal. It's a Slim Pickens. And you're listening to the Win Lunch Podcast. Only on Prime Knowledge Radio. Oh. God damn it. I just got an email that my order was canceled. I ordered these limited edition figures. Some, some, uh. Some AEW figures. I'm not even like into collecting AEW figures, but like I need some type of display for them, so I might as well just buy some basics. And I got a really good deal on the fucking cyber sale on ringside collectibles. So it's pretty dope. I just been I just been having a good a good good old time enjoying myself. Living life. L I F E, you know. I was just thinking about like all the different dates that I've been on in the few like the past few months and shit like that. I mean like I I've gone on like terrible dates. I think I've told the story in the past where I went to um it, this was years ago, but I went to an Olive Garden with a girl. The girl wanted to go to Olive Garden. I don't like Olive Garden and it's not like a high like snobby like Italian thing like oh I like real Italian food I mean I do and I was raised with real Italian food but that's not the reason I just don't like it it tastes really gross like Alfredo is already disgusting to me unless it's really homemade because people could put their own spin on it but generic Alfredo like they use is fucking disgusting unlimited breadsticks or super salad or whatever the fuck it is all that shit is disgusting. It's just been sitting there. It's recycled bullshit. It's like the $1 margarita from fucking Chili's or Applebee's. But she wanted to go there. So we went there. And every single time the waiter would come over, she'd be like all like touchy-feely with me. And like grabbing at my hands and stuff and rubbing my hands. And then like she asked me to sit on the other side of the booth with her. And like I don't do that. It's like I, I it feels awkward. And... <laughs> Every single time the waiter would go away, I would realize that, like, she would stop touching me. She wouldn't be as touchy-feely. She w- she'd be on her phone or texting or something like that. And then she told me that her ex-boyfriend is the waiter or some, some shit like that. Like, I don't what was it? Was it her waiter? The wa- it was either our waiter or, like, a waiter that was near us or something like that. I can't remember. But, like, every single time one of the waiters came by us. She would just be touchy-feely, and then she told me that her ex-boyfriend works there, and I like kind of put two and two together, like, oh, shit, that's probably why she keeps touching me every time he comes around. She's trying to make him jealous. So we literally ordered the food. I ate midway through the meal, like before she was done. I stood up, and I went to the bathroom, and then I called an Uber, and I went home. I left her with the check, and I'm sure I've told that story before. I just can't recall. But I left her with the check, and I would never do that to anybody, right? But she used me, okay? She used me to make her ex-boyfriend jealous, so I used her. I filled my stomach, and I dipped. I left her with the check. She texted me like, wow, you really left? And then I blocked her, never talked, or saw her again. Nope. Bye. I didn't, I didn't like that. I felt like a real piece of meat. I'm not an escort. You could have called an escort service. There are much better looking men than me that you could have used to make that man jealous. No offense, he's working in an olive garden. I think he already hates his fucking life. He has to smell like breadsticks and Alfredo cheese all fucking day. And I know Alfredo's not a fucking cheese. I'm just saying it's made of cheese. That's what I mean by that. 
And he probably smells disgusting. It's like working at a subway and you come home and you can't get the smell of the delicious bread off of you. You just constantly smell like fucking subway. That's a wild thing to have. People sign up for that. They get jobs. It's the work in American spirit. It's what we do. But yeah, I mean, I've had I've had some fun dates. Bowling is always fun for me. It doesn't even have to be like a date. It's just fun for me because I always seem to like always have really good luck with bowling. It's usually like a hit or a miss. Like I usually go out and I usually just shit like straight gutter balls or I'm fucking hitting one pin. One pin win is what they call me on the streets. Or I'd be hitting a strike. Straight up strike. No spares, just straight strikes. Averaging like a solid like 250. Killing it, right? Or some shit like that. I don't know. Making up numbers. But I I just enjoy bowling and I like to take a girl on a date and I like to go bowling just to see how competitive they can get or if they're just really just don't give a shit or if they're able to have fun and humor it. Like you could really tell a, a tell a lot by bowling. Plus you can always look at some booty. It's pretty nice. It's it's like a win win for the win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but one thing I am trying to do, I am trying to figure out exactly what I want in life. And I'm not sure if I want kids. I'm not sure if I want to get married. And I'm not trying to think too much into it because I'm just trying to enjoy my life. I'm just I'm just chilling. I mean, it's just me and my cat. You know, it sounds like a really sad life. I've, I don't have any kids. I've never been married. I live with my cat. Like I'm one step either away from a guy addicted to porn or I'm a guy who's like ready to serial kill. I'm sorry, Willow. And she's like, no, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm hard on myself and she, she has to remind me that I'm not just a piece of shit. She's like my emotional support animal and I might just make her one. You know, I do qualify. So we have to go ahead and look into that a little bit. But Willow has definitely been my anchor throughout this entire move. She's made it much more comfortable. Willow. Probably couldn't have had any worse timing for that. Her just fucking around in the background. But she's definitely been a <laughs> been a solid part of this move. It's been a beautiful thing. Um, it's also been nice being by myself is now I'm able to like finally practice out loud. Like I don't know why like every single time I've had a roommate or I've lived with girlfriends or something like that. It's, it's always been weird to like I could only work during certain times. Like, work as far as, like, on music or, like, live rehearsal or something like that. I can only do that a certain time frame while they were out of the house or out of the apartment or some shit like that. Because I didn't want them to hear me doing it. Which is, like, kind of defeats the whole purpose of actually rehearsing. Like, that's the whole point. You're rehearsing to, like, have people hear it and see it. But I don't want them to see the process of me doing it. So now that I live by myself with Young Willow, I'm able to record i'm able to freestyle out loud i'm able to practice my writing i'm able to wake up and just kind of vibe and do whatever i want to do because i'm kind of a loud guy i mean i keep it down to a degree for my neighbors but i am kind of a a loud guy and when i rap i rap really loud i'm practicing you know what i mean so now i have space to actually do like live rehearsals in case start doing shows again i'm able to practice songs out loud i'm able to record with the door open like, no issue. As soon as I figure out the, the acoustics in this room, I'm able to do that. It's going to be a great thing. I'm very happy. It's a beautiful thing living on my own. I finally have just me and my cat. 
and got my action figures on display. That's been the best part is finally being able to display the whole collection slowly but surely. And that's something I'm going to be doing over the Christmas holiday. My work schedule is actually changing, so I'm not going to have three days off in a row, but I will still have three days off in the week, which is kind of cool. So it's kind of like a little fireman schedule, you know what I'm saying? A little nurse's schedule. Working those nice 12s with a couple days off in between, maybe in the on-call room. I've seen them uh, on-call rooms on like Grey's Anatomy and stuff where they fuck, that type of shit. Um, What am I talking about? Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing the holiday because they're switching my schedule. So for Christmas, we're uh, closed early on that Sunday. And then Christmas is Monday. I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I want to try and get that Friday off, have those five days just to relax, go back to work Saturday, and then just kind of chill out um, on Sunday and then just welcome in the next day. And then soon enough, I'll be enjoying my new schedule. So. It's definitely been a beautiful thing. Just appreciating life a little bit more. Trying not to dissociate as much as I used to. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a real fucking sensation. I'm not sure if you could tell either. I still haven't taken my meds today. So, you know, my ADHD is kind of kicking in really hard. No big deal. Uh, I'm still addicted to energy drinks. You know, just living life. I'm just ready for the holidays to be over. I got through Thanksgiving. I'm trying to get through Christmas. I don't hate it as much this year like I normally do. Like I hate the holidays. And it's just because like every everything is busy. Everyone is just like so fake or everyone's a fucking asshole. There's no there's no in between. And like I don't really have any family out here. So I don't just go over to people's places. Like I don't because I don't have family and Christmas is about family. People they go to their family's houses and I don't want to be that guy who's going to other people's family's houses because one, I don't want to feel like a fucking bother. And two, I don't want to like feel like an outsider because to a degree, families are obviously tight knit. If they're spending the holidays together to a degree, they're going to be tight knit. And it's hard for me to embrace that welcoming stage immediately, especially if I've never met the family before. So I typically just kind of hang out by myself I'm going to have a bunch of packages to open on Christmas Day. You know, I'm going to maybe, maybe I'm gonna wrap them up and be like to Ryan from Santa. I don't know. Might have a little bit of fun with it. I don't know. I have the tree up already. Willow's been fucking. She doesn't really destroy the tree. She hasn't jumped on it either. Thank God. So knock on wood. But she has been playing with the ornaments that are on the bottom row. So I just took all the bottom row and I moved them all the way up. So we don't have any ornaments on the bottom row. You know, we're, so we're going to enjoy them from the from afar up top. I even have her little stockings, so we're going to open stockings together. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait to enjoy the holiday with my baby. I always talk to her like she's a baby too when I come in. I think this whole episode's just been about my fucking cat and then like my bloody stitches. I'm just I'm just enjoying myself. I'm I'm in a good spirit today. Yeah, it's pretty nice. But I'm going to wrap this up. You know what I mean? Appreciate y'all listening. This has been the Wednesday Lunch Podcast here on Prior Knowledge Radio. Check you out next week, bruh. 
when's lunch? Cause your boy's getting hungry. Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies now. Serve me a plate, you know what it is. The mixed greens, potato salad, and a rack of ribs. Prior knowledge, and we cooking on the beat. Season the track, I'm coming raw, the slaughter meat. The shit is slapping, awesome Chris Rock shit. Now acknowledge me, ho, I'm on my big dog shit. And I'm white and skinny, and I'm far from piggy, and I'm ready to die. So who wanna come with me? Go down and shifty, my chick is real pretty. Her booty big too, where she wanna get with me? Long hair, scallywag, swagger of a Cali dad. Ask me if I give a fuck, the answer is I never have. Eating a chopped cheese, I'm sipping coffee. While I'm sitting in the kitchen while your girlfriend talks me. Oh. When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry. Mr. Wind, bitch, cause I'm coming with the munchies. Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is. Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs. Uh. When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry. Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies. Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is. Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs. Uh. How was that one, Ryan?